Good morning, people of planet Earth. This is your host, Hacker Mike. Coming at you, coming at you from the port city of Baltimore, where we have Venus and the moon almost in conjunction. Not almost, but they're next to each other. Uh, Venus is below the moon, so she keeps on going. We might just get one of those Turkish moons. <clears throat> the Turkish flag is the crescent moon plus the star Venus that was in that position when they took the capital of Constantinople from the Byzantines after the French, the German, and the English had attacked the Byzantines and weakened them incredibly so the Turks could waltz right in and take over. So thank you, French, for inviting the Turks to take over Europe. <clears throat> in the Fourth Crusade, look it up. I'm here on the um, harbor of Baltimore and there's tons of people walking at six o'clock in the morning. People are walking and walking their dogs and bicycling and it's just very lively and we had such a great time here. I was told um, by one of our co-hosts not to come to the city. <clears throat> I was told that it's a horrible place but we had so much fun and we love it. It's really a great place to visit the port, the port of the harbor of Baltimore. And we did see some homeless people sleeping under the uh, tree and we did get panhandled once. But we lived in Frankfurt. I mean, come on, we live in Trenton. So, I mean, a little bit of... Uh, A little bit of scumminess we can deal with. I'm not afraid of some drunk dude coming up to me asking for money. <clears throat> so, I have um, one topic I have to get off my mind. I was swimming yesterday and um, I really was struck by this idea. Now we have discussed the idea of the carrier, right? So we have one symbol system that carries another symbol system, right? And we talked about the idea of the generator where one system is generating parts of the graph, parts of the structure. Um, in the carrier. So the carrier system is the graph that tells you it's basically like a skeleton. Then you've got different generators which create content or create items. Now, <clears throat> we also talked about how we can interpret part of the uh, compiler graph. Um, and basically execute it directly or convert it into something else. So now, what I'm um, talking about 
is not to convert it, but to consume it or subsume it to replace it. So I'm thinking that we can create a function that models the other function and it replaces it. And this function that we're going to create is something that we can understand. And not just some neural network garbage with a lot of numbers jumbled into it, but actually something with meaning. So, I'm saying we can have a meaningful function that replaces an existing function in an understandable way, but it's not um, it's not the same it's not a copyright violation it's an actual creative replacement um, so basically we're going to attack the problem now what we're getting into is um, different things. So first of all, there's some observations that different parts of the graph will generate other parts of the graph, right? And um, we'll have different levels of that going on. We'll have different um, different functions. Now, it even gets even deeper because even if we identify the part that is responsible for something, that part is then composed of other things. So nothing exists on its own. Standalone, it's then can be decomposed further into different chunks. And those chunks then sit on top of something else or their leaves and stand alone so we're kind of going to get into this whole idea of another layer of tree structures patterns so we got a whole layer of pattern structures <coughs> and their interdependencies a graph of patterns a pattern language um, and um, <clears throat> we're going to have different layers and layers of things so I'm not going to kill you with details um, but that's my, th that's really what I came up with, that we're not just going to be satisfied with interpreting an existing program. We really want to be able to model it.
and we want to have a framework for modeling and replacing existing code, reverse engineering. Let's see if this place has got coffee. <clears throat> It's not even open. All right. I hope the wind is not too bad on this microphone. Well, in any case, guys, you're used to some bad audio here. And this is really just like a verbal note. But, you know, someone might be interested in what I have to say. Um, But uh, yeah, we want to um, we want to analyze and model another function, and a piece of code could be considered a function. And uh, I had a deeper thought that. <clears throat> You know, we have these quines, this is the function that can produce itself. Um, <clears throat> so the output of the function is itself. Well, I never really got into the quines. I mean, deeply into them. But I'm thinking that just like you have the, um, the Y combinator where you have a function that will copy itself, or an endless loop it'll call itself. Well, what if we have the, um, the quine that will not only reproduce itself, but do something else, right? Like its whole purpose is not just to reproduce itself, but it has a side effect of reproducing another function with it. So it's a carrier function. So the quine could be a carrier function as well, like a tree. Um, and that tree structure could then be evaluated into something, or, right? Into another function that doesn't reproduce itself. So it's a tree that can reproduce itself, <clears throat> plus with another interpretation, that reproduced tree could be, then be used for something else so that's just kind of like the idea that I had um, okay I'm gonna actually have to stop tape and uh, look for a coffee all right well, let me tell you, um, I just gave a girl a dollar tip for a $2 coffee because I said she's the only one I could find was open. 
and um, <clears throat> the um, there's this guy who looks like a homeless guy, and uh, he's like, 7:30, bro, 7:30. I said, no, wait a second, it was only 6:30. But I think he was trying to say something like 4:20 some code for some uh, illicit material. So, I guess the entrep entrepreneuring young uh, dealers are up early in the morning here in Baltimore. <clears throat> it's not something I see in Trenton. But then again, I don't go to the heart of Trenton on my walks, I'm on the outskirts. So you never know what's going on downtown. Sorry about the noise here. I hope you can even understand anything. All right. So here's my insights on this whole thing. And I'm sorry. People, sorry, Dad, that I'm gonna have to talk about this computer shit for a while because uh, I just gotta get it off my chest, you know. This is my uh, therapy session, and I can't miss out on it. Plus, I'm really, 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 really making progress here. So, <clears throat> and the great thing is, you can turn off anytime you want. What are we talking about here? Well, first of all, we're attacking another function by modeling it, either decomposing it into other functions, right? We're factorizing. That's one thing. Um, second of all, what is the Turing encoding or the Gödel encoding except attacking another system and recoding it into something basic? Right? All of these things are just codes of some kind where it's like, take this existing algorithm and encode it down on a more basic level and losing information. Now, <clears throat> If we created a Quine-type system where the encoding, the encoded system could then produce itself again, um, that you could actually reverse that function, that was something that we're alluding to now. If the... Um, compiler, that the code could be modified and changed by the user and then recompiled like a self-modifying system that could contain all the code from the compiler, that would be cool, or enough code from the compiler that you could um, 
change it. And really what I'm kind of getting into is can we... So we have a class of functions and then we... that can't be reversed, right? So we have a loss of information. Information loss. And then we go from the loss of information and the reduction in size. Right? And the simplification, abstraction. So these levels of abstraction are more and more data loss. Um, more and more uh, <clears throat> encoding. And after a certain point, it's like, what the hell? Like, we have no idea what's going on. So, actually storing all of the steps of the function and creating a graph of what actually happened would be necessary to reverse it. Right? So we're getting into the point of... We're getting into the point of... Um, just a simple definition here. Now, what if the uh, Gödel function was able to um, reproduce the original formulas? What if the Gödel function was able to include the body of text that would actually make them understandable to a human? Okay? So we know that we can create a Gödel number, but can we create a Gödel number that could then be turned into a quine and then output the principal mathematica or whatever it was it was encoding along with a commentary and like the tutorials for understanding that would be the literate Gödel number and that would be a much bigger number now could we create a Gödel number that would um, tell you the transformations that it did that could be reversible, right? The understandable, traceable, auditable, uh, good old number or good old recursive system. And that's what we're kind of getting into here. If we have all these um, loss of information systems, can we just define formally a non-loss of information system and define what the size, theoretically, of that information lost would be and how expensive it would be to recover it? All right? How expensive it would be to uh, create the um, you know, the tutorials and the documentation. So that's kind of where my mind is at now, that maybe we could attack this from a theoretical computer science. <clears throat> and we could actually create formalisms and universal 
statements about the actual cost functions that we could have reasoned about them and we could either prove or disprove that it would be infinite amounts of memory or humongous amounts of number. We could put a number on the amount of memory you would need to maintain the um, reversibility and the quietness of the original input system. quite the view here.